بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد باب وجوب طاعة ولاة الأمر في غير معصية وتحريم طاعتهم في المعصية قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا أطيعوا الله وأطيعوا الرسول وأولي الأمر منكم صدق الله العظيم وعن ابن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهما عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال على المرء المسلم السمع والطاعة فيما أحب وكرها إلا أن يؤمر بمعصية فإذا أمر بمعصية فلا سمع ولا طاعة متفق عليه وعنه قال كنا إذا بايعنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم على السمع والطاعة يقول لنا فيما استطعتم متفق عليه The last chapter which we dealt with, Imam Nawi rahimahullah had given it the heading Babul Walil Adil, the chapter which deals with the just ruler. As is his wont, we find that the next chapter has a link with the previous one. Wujub ta'ati walatil amr fi ghayri ma'asiyatin. The compulsion, in other words, it is compulsory in Sharia to obey those that are given position of authority over us, as long as they do not command us with that which is against the shariat, that which is ma'asiyat, where we are breaking the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So on the one hand, it is compulsory to obey them, as long as what they are commanding you is within the purview of the shariat, وَتَحْرِيمِ طَاعَتِهِمْ فِي الْمَعْصِيَةِ and it is haram, forbidden to obey those given position of authority over you if this obedience entails disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Nawi rahimullah, in this chapter, the first verse of the Qur'an he brings, Ya ladina amanu, Allah ta'ala addresses the people of Iman, O you who believe, Ati'ullah wa ati'ur rasul wa ulil amri minkum. Obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obey Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and those who are given position of authority over you. In other words, your Amir or your leader, those that are entrusted with positions of authority, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us in the Quran that we should obey them. Now if you look in this verse of the Quran, Allah ta'ala mentions the word ati'u, obey, which comes from itaat. Allah Ta'ala is commanding you with the obedience. But interestingly, what it could have been, this word could have been mentioned, or this amr, this command of Allah Ta'ala could have been mentioned one time. Yet Allah Ta'ala mentions it two times in this verse. Ati'ullah wa ati'ur rasul. Obey Allah and obey Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So in this manner of expression, we find that the obedience of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is elevated. It is almost equated to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ati'ullah, it could have been Ati'ullah wal-Rasul wa ulil amri minkum. Obey Allah, obey Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and obey your leaders. Yet Allah says, Ati'ullah wa ati'ur rasul. 
The word itaat is mentioned again when it comes to the obedience of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ulama say that the obedience of Nabiya Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has been equated to iman. In fact, it has been made a part of iman. فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِي مَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجِدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجًا مِمَّا قَضَيْتْ وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Allah Ta'ala says, by the qasam of the Rabb of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, by the oath of Allah himself, la yu'minun, until they do not make you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the decider in every dispute, until your shariat, your command, your way of life is not the decider in every affair of theirs. And then, la yajidu fi anfusim harajan mimma qadayt wa yusallimu taslima. After having made you the decider, there is absolutely no reservation in their heart as to the decision of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they hand themselves completely over to whatever the decision of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is. Till that time, till they do not do this, their iman is not acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La yu'minun. So we can see... Allah Ta'ala equates the obedience of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with his own obedience. وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ What the Nabi has given you, hold fast to it. And what the Nabi has prohibited you from, stay away from that. The reason I am emphasizing this is that we find that there are different, different fitnas that arise in different ages or in different eras. We find that one such fitna in certain parts of the world, we may not be exposed to it so much, is to try to move us away from the importance of sunnah. Where you'll hear this, is it in Qur'an? If it is in Qur'an, obey, finish. That is Allah's command. But if it is not in Qur'an, we cannot trust, na'uzu billah, the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So we only obey the Qur'an. We only obey Allah. We don't have to obey Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We find that this is completely against deen, completely against shariat. Allah Ta'ala has elevated the obedience of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and has made it part of iman. You cannot be a believer until your life is not dictated by the teachings of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Coming back to this verse of the Qur'an, three categories Allah Ta'ala commands us to obey. Allah says, obey Allah and obey Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ulil amri minkum and obey those who are given positions of authority over you. Now in other words, Allah Ta'ala is commanding us with itaat of wulatul umur. Now who are the wulatul umur? In the tafsir of this, according to one of the mufassirin, dhakra ahlul ilm annahum qisman al-ulama wal-umara the Ulama have mentioned that there are two categories of what we call wulatul umur. One is the ulama and the other is the umara, those that are made amir or leaders over you. Ulama are wulatul umur in this context, fi bayani shar wa ta'alimi shar wa hidayatil khalq ilal haq. Ulama are your leaders in explaining the shariat, in teaching the shariat, and in making effort upon the people that they practice upon the shariat or go in the direction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's obedience. So in that context, they have been given a position of authority. 
And likewise, in the running of, an est- of a country or a town or a populace, we find the umara, these are the leaders entrusted with running the affairs of the ummah for their betterment. So Allah Ta'ala, whoever is your leaders, whoever has been given a position of trust and authority over you, Allah Ta'ala commands us that in order to preserve unity, so that there is not tor, so that there is not disunity, we have been commanded to obey whoever is the Amir, whoever is our leader over us. Yadullahi ala al-jama'ah. The hand of Allah Ta'ala, in other words, the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with the jama'at. How is the jama'at made? When there is one Amir, one leader. The moment you break up into groups or factions, or you oppose who is the Amir or the leader, then this leads towards disunity. And Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam greatly emphasize the importance of becoming an ummat, of being united. So one of the ways by which this unity will be established is if there will be total, complete obedience to whoever is the Amir, whoever is made the leader or given a position of trust or authority over us. One more interesting point before we continue with the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam dealing with this issue. Allah Ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu ati'u Allah wa ati'u rasul wa ulil amri minkum. Technically what it could have been. Could have been, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu ati'u Allah wa ati'u rasul wa ati'u wa ati'u ulil amri minkum. Why is the word ita'at not mentioned a third time when it comes to the third category? For the first two categories for Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, ati'u, ati'u. Third category, it is almost as if it is a continuance. Wa'ulil amri minkum. Allah doesn't say ati'u the third time. Ulamai Kiram take out a daqiq, a very fine technical point in this. They say that ta'atu wulatil umur, the obedience of your leaders or those given position of trust over you, Tabi'atun litaatillah wa ta'atil rasul. It is only a command of Allah Ta'ala if those leaders are commanding you with what Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam wants. If they are commanding you with shariat and with deen. If their command goes against shariat and deen, then we will not obey them. Why? Because there is an overriding principle in shariat. La ta'atil makhluqin fi ma'asiyatil khaliq. That you will not obey the creation if it means that you are disobeying the creator. At all times, the command of Allah has to be first. And if you find, if you look in the world today, most of the governments of the world, we find that they have what you call a secular constitution. What does secular constitution means? That the laws of the land are separated from the shariat. Secular, if you have to Google the term, it means where you take Allah out of the equation. In other words, an atheist way of life, where there is no shariat, where there is no deen. And we find that, unfortunately, this is the problem or the challenge that we face in countries, particularly where Muslims are minorities. Unfortunately, even when Muslims are majority, in many instances, the shariat is not followed. When it comes to our nikahs, when it comes to the laws of inheritance, as last night in our masjid there was great detail and discussion on wills, Islamic wills, etc. 
Now one is the constitution of the land, there when it comes to nikahs, when it comes to divorce laws, when it comes to inheritance, etc., we find that the constitution of the country comes into conflict with the shariat. Allah Ta'ala is commanding you that at all times, Muslims, believers in every aspect of your life, your way of life and the rules and regulations have to be in conformance with Quran and Hadith, not with any so-called man-made law. We find that in most countries, when the shariat and the constitution come into conflict, what do they say? You must follow the constitution of the country. You must in fact amend, adulterate, change the shariat so that it conforms to the constitution. If you look at this verse, Allah wa Rasul. Obey Allah and obey Rasulullah And then obey any other law as long as it is in conformance with the law of Allah and His Rasul Shariat has to be above the constitutions. As Muslims, as believers, we have to have this conviction that Allah's law is supreme. The way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is supreme. Coming to the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu narrates from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Ala al-mar'il muslim as-sam'u wa-ta'ah. This word ala carries the meaning of wujub. In other words, compulsion. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam says it is compulsory upon a Muslim, as-sam'u wa-ta'ah, to listen and to obey. In other words, to Listen and to obey whoever is the leader. Fima ahabba wa kariha. Whether whatever is being commanded is according to your temperament or not. In all instances, whoever is your leader, you have to obey him. Illa yu'mara bi Except where he is commanding you with the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fa'idha umira bi If you are commanded with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's disobedience, then you will not listen and you will not obey. Why? As we mentioned, There will be no obedience to the creation when it means or when it is equated to the disobedience of the Creator. Allah gives us